the Baby Your Baby podcast, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. Welcome to the Baby or Baby podcast. I'm Holly Menino. Today we're talking to Bevan Jensen, a pharmacist at Primary Children's Hospital. She's walking us through what parents need to know about giving medicine to young children. One quick note, Bevan makes a few visual references during this conversation. If you want the full video version of this podcast, go to KUTV.com and click on Baby or Baby. Now let's go inside the pharmacy to talk about medicine and kids. Bevan, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. We're talking about giving the right dosage when it comes to medication to your little ones. And you've got some helpful pointers to share with us. Mm -hmm. And you start with an old school method, the spoon, Mm -hmm. and about how that's that's not new school anymore. We need to get rid of the spoon when it comes to giving medicine to little ones. Right. Yes. The spoon is uh, what my mom used when I was little, and it's been, you know, kind of a... Uh, staple in the house that you just pour medicine into a spoon when you're giving a uh, dose to your child. But um, this is a teaspoon that that could vary very much from another teaspoon or other uh, types of kitchen spoons that are used. And uh, the recommendation to keep your child safe is to uh, try to use a medication syringe to draw the dose in. Uh, you can see the dose accurately uh, that you're drawing up as opposed to using a spoon. We don't really know how much liquid is in here and so there's a risk you could be giving your child not enough medicine or you know heaven forbid way too much medicine and uh, could have some some reactions with your child that that we don't want to uh, we don't want to have. So the recommendation is to try to use a oral syringe and uh, or a dosing cup is appropriate as well if if the dosing cup is the uh, the one that came with the medication that you purchased. So over-the-counter medications often come with a dosing cup, and that is appropriate as well. It, uh, I would just definitely recommend trying to avoid a spoon. Yeah, the spoons come in all different sh- all different sizes, so yes. you really just do not know what you're getting. So yes. avoid that, stick with the syringe first, and then mm-hmm. dosing cup second. That would be ideal to use a syringe. And if you uh, ask your pharmacist about it when you go to the pharmacy, even if you're not picking up a prescription medication, uh, if it's an over-the-counter medicine like ibuprofen or Tylenol, those don't usually come with a syringe in them. And so uh, you can ask your pharmacist uh, if they w- can give you a syringe to use. If not, uh, sometimes syringes are available to purchase, like in the aisle at the pharmacy or in the drugstore or uh, at the supermarket. And um, that's just going to be the, the most effective and accurate way to give your child their dose. Um, if if you still can't find a syringe, if you're having trouble, sometimes your pediatrician has oral syringes. Um, an oral syringe is just another name for a syringe that you give uh, medicine by mouth. So it, uh, it's different than a syringe that you would give an injection with. So uh, if you ask your pediatrician for an oral syringe, they can help. Or uh, at Primary Children's, we have oral syringes that we can uh, provide to patients when they pick up their medication as well. Talk about the bottle stoppers since we're oh, kind of yeah. talking on this topic of yes. syringes and dosing. Uh, this is helpful. These super are super helpful, helpful especially yes. if you're using an oral syringe. Super, super helpful. So, um, you know, if you don't, this is a, a stopper that we put into each bottle of medication that we dispense here at Primary Children's. I know um, when parents pick up their medications for their children here, this is a lifesaver. Uh, it just makes your life so much easier. It's not 
absolutely necessary to make sure the dose is accurate per se. As long as you're drawing the dose into a syringe with or without a stopper, that's okay. But if you have a stopper, you can stick the syringe down into the stopper and then flip the whole bottle upside down and then draw the medicine into the stop into the syringe to the to the dose that has been recommended to you. So then you can just um, give this directly to your child and it doesn't spill everywhere. You don't get medicine all over the tip of the syringe when you put it down in the bottle. So these are these are awesome yeah. just to make your life easier. Easy and accurate. Mm -hmm. We like exactly. that. Yep. Read, reading the label. That mm -hmm. following the instructions, mm -hmm. it's super important. Tell me why. Yes. Uh, so there's one thing to watch for, especially on um, prescription medications. Sometimes uh, the prescription label will say to dose the medication in teaspoons. Uh, and so, you know, then that says, okay, I'm going to go get my teaspoon out of the drawer and give it to my child. Uh, but I would recommend if you see on the label that your medicine is dosed in teaspoons or tablespoons or uh, anything spoon related, I would uh, ask the pharmacist if they can calculate the dose for you in milliliters. Uh, or sometimes this another term for milliliters is cc's. Mm -hmm. So if they can give you the dose in milliliters, then you can accurately draw the dose into a syringe and uh, you're going to be uh, giving your child the right dose for sure. You can kind of guarantee it versus you know, the problems with that come with different sizes of spoons in the kitchen. Do medications still have teaspoons and tablespoons on them? I'm guessing you see that in your profession. Yeah, we, wow. we the standard, the recommendation is to write the dose in milliliters mm -hmm. and to move away from teaspoons on prescription labels. Uh, there are pharmacies and uh, that still dispense medications that uh, say teaspoons or teaspoonfuls or tablespoonfuls on them. And, uh, you know, I just recommend being proactive and talking to the pharmacist and saying, okay, this says uh, one teaspoon, how much is that in milliliter form? And can you give me a syringe? I would, I would definitely have that conversation with the pharmacist. Better options. Yes. Talk about keeping medication up and away. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, when you store a medication like this, if you don't, uh, when you have the stopper in there, I have a tendency to leave a medication like this. And, and when you leave... Uh, medication without this safety cap on it, uh, there's a risk that your child, like this looks like a yummy little orange candy treat mm -hmm. or some yummy, you know, treat that they're going to be thinking is delicious. They may even put their mouth right on here and start to drink it like it's a little orange juice or something. Uh, and so really important to make sure all your medicines, A, have a safety cap on them, which isn't totally foolproof or childproof, you know, it's child resistant, but um, it's really important to just keep it keep it in the forefront of your mind that kids think this looks like something delicious, a, a snack. And so if we can keep it out of reach, uh, you know, up high or in a locked area, um, that will help keep your child safe as well. And it doesn't just look that way. I mean, when my daughter had surgery recently, she th thought it was a dessert. I mean, it oh, tastes yeah. good to oh, the yeah. little ones. I right. mean, we want them to take it, but not to take too much. Exactly. And on that same note of things tasting good, um, I wanted to say as well, if you, if as a parent, um, the, the most difficult thing is when you're trying to give your, your child a medicine that they really need mm -hmm. and it tastes not good mm -hmm. uh, and they're fighting you and you're, you know, you want to give them the medicine because it's going to help them feel better. Uh, there are options out there to have the medication flavored as well. So um, there, uh, at Intermountain Healthcare at least, there's a company that uh, we work with called Flavor RX, 
and uh, it's a very small fee, and we can chart or we can uh, flavor each and every medication that you have. Uh, we flavor the whole bottle with a very very small amount of flavoring. It's very powerful flavoring, so it takes very little to flavor the whole bottle, and um, <clears throat> it's been tested with prescription medications and over-the-counter medications, and it makes it taste really good, it smells good, and you might have uh, better luck getting your, your child to take the medication. Um, and then, you know, once it tastes really good, you'll especially want to keep it out of reach, though. Yeah, but so. it's safe to use <laughs> yes. everything. Oh, oh yeah, that's it's safe, great. and it's a really good option to help with, you know, kids that are fighting you on taking their meds. They need it, but they don't like it. Exactly. Talk about not mixing medications, So while we're on this uh, this role of, of flavor and taste. I mean, do not mix the two. Uh, yeah, so if you have two separate medications, like, for example, if your child uh, was prescribed an antibiotic and also needs to be taking ibuprofen, um, if you have questions about when to give those two medications or if they can be given one right after the other or if they... Uh, you know, if there needs to be spacing between the medications, uh, I would really try to have those types of conversations with your pharmacist. They're they're there to help and uh, love to answer those kinds of questions to help make sure you know and feel empowered to give your, your child the medicine the way that it's going to work the best and be the most effective for them and keep them safe. And when, too. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. Sometimes, you know, spacing the doses uh, really makes a difference if you space them uh, too close together that can cause problems and if you space them too far apart that can cause problems so um, asking those questions to your pharmacist can can help put your mind at ease about you know uh, how far apart to, to give medications and whether or not they can be given together or not. Talk a little bit about cough syrup. I feel as parents we're always looking for that magic medication to get rid of the cough especially for our littlest ones. Mm -hmm. Is there one? Uh, so so no not right. really. Uh, the FDA has determined that there are uh, potentially risks involved with using cough medicines in children, especially under the age of six. Um, there are some cough medicines that are uh, labeled that they're okay to use in age four and older, which you know you may want to have that conversation with your doctor and determine if it's appropriate for your child. Uh, there's not a lot of information saying that they're really effective. Sometimes it's more of uh, it puts your mind at ease that you're giving your child the medicine even if it's not really going to work. Um, for babies that are one year old and older, uh, for coughs, uh, honey is an option. Just a, uh, In this case, it's okay to use a spoon, um, but a, a, spoon of honey, a spoonful of honey, just regular honey for, you know, from the grocery store, uh, can help er, uh, calm that urge to cough. So uh, sometimes more... Uh, Symptomatic relief is is what is is all you can do, uh, like a humidifier and um, keeping the the child hydrated with lots of water and um, Pedialyte popsicles is a good option. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, the cough medicines are a tricky one uh, when you're young. You when, when the child's young, you really want to give your child something, but there's just not a lot of information saying that they're actually effective. So really think twice yeah. about doing that and uh -huh. definitely consult with a doctor. Have your conversations with your pediatrician, mm -hmm. your doctor, your pharmacist, or other healthcare provider and, and kind of talk through your concerns and questions and, and they can help provide some advice. When it comes to giving medication to our littlest ones, you really need to take extra caution. Tell mm -hmm. me about that. Tell me when it, what age does it get safer or, or does it? <laughs> um, so. So I think that when you have a little tiny, you know, brand new baby, uh, it's 
it's we're all kind of you know as a new mother or a new parent you you want to make sure you're doing the right thing for your child and um, giving med if you have to give medications to your child uh, you know getting these syringes is important and they come these syringes come in all different sizes so if your child just needs a tiny little dose like this is this holds a little bit more than what we would call a teaspoonful it's um, six milliliters but syringes go down to one milliliter and uh, kind of just making sure you have the tools you need to give the right dose is um, is going to help you feel better as a parent knowing you're giving you know an accurate dose and uh, not underdosing or over overdosing the baby um, these syringes I would say are important to use you know all the way down from when a, you have an infant at home all the way to the time your child can start to swallow tablets. Mm -hmm. uh, even if they're eight, nine, ten years old and can't swallow tablets, we send oral syringes home with our patients so that they make sure that they're getting the accurate dose. So, um, I mean, it's helpful all through their childhood years to have those syringes around. Okay, Bevan, anything else we should mention or add? What did we miss? Anything we should uh, let our parents know about when it comes to medication and keeping our kids safe? I think the most important thing to take away is don't be afraid to have those conversations with your pharmacist. And if you can't get a hold of syringes, you know, you can't afford them or you can't find them or don't have access to them, uh, you know, as a, as a resource, Primary Children's, we have them for every medication we dispense, every liquid medication, we send home a stopper and a syringe. And so, you know, worst case scenario, we'd be happy to help. Uh, I think if, if parents just know that they can ask these questions to their pharmacist, and pharmacists are usually very willing to help, and if they, you know, don't have syringes in stock, they can order them or, anyway, uh, I think as long as parents are, are willing to have those conversations with their healthcare provider, I think they're going to start to feel more empowered and, and be able to uh, feel comfortable knowing they're giving accurate doses to their children. And the pharmacist is really the expert because I know for us, our doctor actually gave us one dosage, but then you uh, you corrected it and you said, no, actually you need to dose her this way. Yeah. Ignore what's on that paper, <laughs> but follow what's on the bottle. Yeah. And so you are, are really, the, the pharmacist really is really the expert in that field. Yeah, we, I mean, this is our focus all day long is, is making sure these medications make sense for the patient's weight, for their condition, mm -hmm. for... Uh, you know, making sure the concentration is right and the storage requirements are on there. Just everything to do with the medication is, uh, you know, I, I would really encourage parents to talk to the pharmacist because they, you know, that's their whole training is in medications. And, and uh, if you have specific pediatric related questions or, you know, child related questions, uh, medication questions, you're uh, more than welcome to, to call primary children's. Our pharmacists are specially trained in dosing uh, medications based on weight and uh, special medications for children. Okay, that sounds good. Thanks for joining us for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic you would like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.